0: Welcome to Generation Ag, a podcast for the future of agriculture. I'm Kayla. And I'm Lavinia. And we're a couple of young Aggies passionate about celebrating our industry and sharing the stories of people who work in it. Hello and welcome back to Generation Ag. It is Kayla here today. I hope your day is off to a beautiful start, whatever day that just so happens to be. You can probably hear I'm a little bit hoarse today. Um, I am right in the thick of CMC at Willowbank in Queensland and have been singing my little heart out. So don't mind me. I'm going to get through this intro as quickly as possible and get you into the interview. Let me introduce you to today's guest, Millie Moore. Millie is based in South Australia and grew up on a small hobby farm about an hour south of Adelaide. Millie is currently the territory manager for SW Seed Company Australia, covering the South Australia and Northwest Victoria region. Like many new graduates, Millie wasn't 100% sure what she wanted to do when she graduated from her Bachelor of Agricultural Sciences degree but she quickly discovered how the pasture space feeds her love for beef cattle and encourages an interest in grass-fed operations across Australia. Although Millie's not from a typical ag background, she knew early on that ag was her passion, and through her work and other involvements, she aims to encourage more young people into careers in ag and share the broad range of opportunities in the industry. Here's Millie.
1: All right. Well, Millie, welcome to the Generation Ag podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Would you mind telling the listeners where you are right now?
2: Uh, So I am currently in the Barossa, so about an hour
1: north of Adelaide. Fantastic. And Millie, who are you and what is your connection to agriculture? So, um,
2: yeah, my name's Millie Moore. Um, I am currently a territory manager for Seed Company Australia. So I am um, a, a sales rep for a pasture seed company. So basically selling pasture seed and offering um, agronomic advice around that as well. So involved in a little bit of every industry and in agriculture at the moment in terms of sort of livestock, um, sheep, beef, and dairy, as well as going right through to sort of the grains, um, sort of, sorry, the grains industry, um, mixed farming industries, and then also right through to sort of viticulture and horticulture as well.
1: That's really fascinating. Um, We'll get a bit more into your job later on, but I'm keen to know from you, um, what was your background?
2: So I probably didn't have a typical ag background to start with. So I'm from a very small hobby farm about an hour south of Adelaide. Um, my family has a background in thoroughbred racing. So I suppose that's where my love of large animals kicked off. And then um, from there, basically, I remember when I was younger, I always wanted to be a vet for a very long time because I loved animals a lot. Um and in about year five, I reckon I went on a tour of my future high school, which was Erbrae in Adelaide. So that is an agricultural high school. Um, so went along there years eight to 12. And then in about year 10, at that point, my oldest brother was studying his Bachelor of Agricultural Sciences at Adelaide Uni. And I, I thought that was a pretty good degree to do. It's a... Um, yeah, three-year degree, sort of covering everything to do in agriculture and getting your foot in the door and sort of everywhere. And from there, I was, I was pretty determined to go into that and, yeah, kept on going for it. So, I don't know, I suppose the passion for ag kicked off really early, but I probably didn't notice until you get into that high school period sometimes where you start to work out that it could actually be a career as well.
1: That's really interesting. Um, so I'm intrigued to know, so you you grew up on a, a hobby farm, but both you and your brother sounds like started to pursue agriculture as a career fairly young. Um, where do you think that passion developed for you specifically? But I suppose I'd be intrigued if it's reflected in your brother's choice as well.
2: Um. Yeah, so I guess we always had animals around. So we'd always grown up with animals and then, um, my grandfather was pretty heavily involved in agriculture, but funnily enough, both my parents aren't in ag careers at all. So it's pretty interesting now that, um, yes, I have two older brothers and both of them are in agriculture as well as myself. So we've all pursued different sectors of agriculture. Um, my oldest brother's in sort of broadacre cropping as an agronomist and Um, My middle brother is in horticulture and then I'm sort of in the pastures and livestock industries. So it's funny how it sort of works perfectly that we've all slotted into different areas. But in terms of where the passion came from, I think we were raised on a very small hobby farm, but always encouraged to be outside and be doing that stuff and be around the animals. And I mean, once you sort of get that way of life of getting outside and Going into the country for holidays and, you know, hanging out with animals in your spare time, especially as a kid, I'd, I think it's something you don't really ever shake, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I, I have to agree wholeheartedly. And it's pretty fascinating you've all gone into different areas. It must make for fascinating um, Christmas table discussion. <laughs> um, so talk to us about um, what Herbre was like, because I think people are often really intrigued to know what it's like going to an agricultural high school.
2: Yeah so it was it was awesome Um, so I went years 8 to 12 so did the full high school experience Um, and it's sort of there's so many highlights like our first school project we had to raise an animal for about 12 weeks and present it to the class and I got to raise a calf as sort of my first school project which was pretty awesome so I actually still have her now she's um, one of my sort of core breeding cows which is fun but um yeah, Erbre was a really good experience. It's, um, it's a typical high school, so you've still got your high school component, but there's also a farm tacked onto it as well. So years eight and nine, you've sort of got agriculture is compulsory. Uh, it's sort of instead of a language component, which encourages plenty of people to get out there. And then years sort of 10, 11, 12, you can really knuckle down. And there's just a lot of opportunities Um, A lot of schools, unfortunately, have a pretty limited ag program, so often you'll get to year sort of 10 and you're quite limited in your choices in your senior school, but we sort of had a fair few different subjects in sort of the animal sciences or crop sciences and um, interestingly, it was actually a registered TAFE campus as well. So, years 11 and 12, I got to do my cert 1 and 2 in ag, just as sort of an extracurricular and then. You um, could do various things like animal showing. Every, every animal had a club, so at lunchtime you'd scoot down the farm and you'd always be late to your afternoon classes and that sort of thing. So, yeah, years 10, 11, 12, I went into steer club and that was probably what kicked me off in beef cattle and
1: my love of those, really. Do you want to talk to us a bit more about um, your passion for working in the cattle industry?
2: Sure. Um, Yeah, so I suppose I've just always had a really strong interest in beef cattle. Yeah, it probably started pretty early in high school, just spending time um, in the steer club and spending time looking at that sort of stuff. I obviously in my role across South Australia spend a fair bit of time with a lot of sheep producers as well, and I, I definitely appreciate their place in industry, but I know that my personal passion is definitely with beef cattle. So I sort of tried to steer myself towards that a little bit through high school as well as uni. So once I got into my uni degree, um, I did things like the SA Junior Heifer Expo, um, went on sort of a fair few beef tours and did some work experience through various places as well during both high school and uni, sort of feedlots and farms and looking at all that stuff. Um, but yeah, probably the key ones for me getting into the beef industry would have been Heifer Expo in uni as well as the ICMJ competition, which is held um, at CSU in Wagga, which is just an incredible experience in sort of the beef industry and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, now I'm just focusing on, on getting more gear towards that with things like the Red Meat Ambassador Program and, and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Talk to us about your career sort of post-uni after you got your degree. Did you know what you wanted to do then or like many, still figuring it out?
2: (laughs) I feel like if you talk to anyone in agriculture, they are always figuring it out. Um, I think there's just so many different opportunities. And I've said to a few of my friends who they might have the same job title as me, but their job is incredibly different. So it's interesting. But I suppose for me, um, at uni, yeah, I always had a big passion for the beef industry. Um, and the way I came about my job now, interestingly, I actually got a scholarship in first year, which was partially sponsored by the company I work for now. Um, and they encouraged me to some work experience there in second year so yeah they're a pasture seed company so it's not a huge industry like there's not a lot of people really working in the pasture space and I thought I'd I'd give the work experience a go and I remember not being too sure if I'd enjoy it or not and I went for my week of work experience and just absolutely loved um, what I sort of got to look at and the variability and what I get to do but Also, the team behind it. I think that's really key in agriculture. I felt they had a really good team culture and felt really supported. So, they actually, after work experience, yeah, invited me to come for a position at the end of uni. And I jumped straight into it, sort of finished my degree uh, in November 2019 and jumped straight into this role. And then, yeah, recently just taken on a little bit bigger area. So, it's um, progressing quite nicely but I think the career track and and sort of the goals in ag never really stop getting bigger I would say.
1: <laughs> I have to agree wholeheartedly I feel like um, the more time you spend in industry the more or the larger the industry appears to be and the more opportunities sort of Uh, I guess seem to appear out of nowhere so it can be quite overwhelming when you're getting a foot in the door to figure out exactly what you want to do.
2: Definitely definitely it's at the end of uni you're presented with so many opportunities and yeah I went to ICMJ in sort of the middle of third year and looking at the careers expo and all the opportunities there and it's I suppose you've just got to remember that the job you go into isn't necessarily the job you have to stay in and yeah, one job can be a thousand different things. So it's sort of, it's, yeah, it's good to know you don't have to make such a big decision at once. Agriculture is so variable and big.
1: Yeah. Talk to us about a day in the life, Millie.
2: Really. <laughs> um, so a day in the life at the moment in springtime is pretty crazy. So um, springtime for us is field day season, looking at paddock season so you really can't complain too much you sort of jump in the car um, and so sort of on a Monday you'll jump in the car and head off to to wherever and usually you might have a, a couple of grower days or a couple of agronomy visits um, like we sort of get out in the paddock with local agronomists or local farmers you know there's a lot of crops flowering at the moment, and going for hay or going for seed, so we get out there and chat to farmers and talk about how good it looks and what we might do differently next year or what they might be looking for from their varieties and that sort of thing um, take lots of lots of nice pictures of good looking pastures and send them to all the other guys and that sort of thing um, obviously wheel up at a country bakery somewhere for a nice lunch which is always nice or I am um, lucky enough to have a fair bit of the
1: Murray River
2: or a fair bit of coastline on, on my trek. So I wheel up near a body of water for a spot of lunch and then, yeah, back out onto farms or into field days and that sort of thing. So it's, this time of year is all about conversations and networking and just catching up with, yeah, catching up with the locals as well as some of the other reps in industry and seeing what's going on and basically looking at green grass and listening to cows chew and looking at how good it looks. So
1: this time of year, I definitely can't complain. <laughs> I, I have to agree. It's beautiful around at the moment. Um, you I know you're passionate as well about, I guess, showcasing or highlighting the opportunities to other people uh, in agriculture. Do you want to chat to us about, I guess... How do, you, how do you as a young person in the industry see your role, I suppose, as an ambassador to other potential young people entering the industry?
2: Yeah, so I suppose especially not coming from a typical ag background, it's networking and being shown those opportunities early on was really important for me. I suppose sometimes when you come from a farm, you've got a A rough idea of where you might go or a few key people in industry or some good ideas but not coming from an ag background sometimes it's it is pretty overwhelming because there are so many opportunities so it's cool to tell people and showcase that you know throughout my so far short career in agriculture it's I've had such a range of opportunities in terms of I've I've gotten out on farm and I've done practical work, but I've also sort of looked on the agribusiness side of things or I've, I've been in the office and doing that sort of aspect or even a lot of my friends looking into the ag tech space and that sort of thing and just encouraging that even if you're not a hands-on person, if if you're more of a tech-minded person or a bit more into the sciences and the labs of it, there's a place for everyone in industry and it's, it's pretty cool that there's so much room to grow. I, I don't think you ever stop growing or ever stop learning. And it's really nice to work with such a broad range of people from such a broad range of backgrounds and see that the guys who are, you know, in their 40s and 50s and have been in industry their whole life are learning just as much as me at that point. So I really want to encourage young people to get into industry like me and just show that you don't need to be from a farm at all to get really far in agriculture and sort of dive right in and how accepting people are too of people coming from many backgrounds and people in ag absolutely love to see other passionate people in ag no matter sort of where you're from or who you are or how old you are or anything like that so yeah I just like to encourage the acceptance of industry I suppose and show that we can all do it
1: I love that that's awesome um I I want to know um you know you're not so recently graduated you're a couple of years into I suppose work now but what's something you wish you knew or advice you would have given yourself um thinking back to maybe before starting uni or before starting your journey um in agriculture
2: that's a tricky one um <laughs> I suppose, like just knowing that you don't need to do everything at once, and you don't need to pick one particular pathway or anything like that. I I think finishing school and then going into uni and that sort of thing—it's—it's really encouraged that you pick your exact pathway. But luckily for me, I sort of did pick a degree that was very broad. We sort of covered, yeah, all the agricultural sciences and as well as agribusiness and that sort of thing to give us a bit of scope of the whole industry and then we could knuckle down on what we were really passionate about through our extracurriculars or through work or work experience but yeah I suppose the thing is just don't get stuck in a rut don't think you have to go straight to uni don't think you have to go straight into something like sit down and sort of work out what you're passionate about and if you're not sure about something, go do some work experience in that or go pick up the phone and talk to someone in that industry or even getting in touch with the agriculture teachers and that sort of stuff. And giving everything a go and knowing that, yeah, even if you do pick one pathway, that that isn't the be all and end all. Like there's so much more out there. And I know halfway through uni, so many people switch their pathways completely and ag and that sort of thing. But I think just, Sit down and work out what you're passionate about,
1: and passion will get you absolutely everywhere
2: in agriculture. So, just chase that.
1: Fantastic advice, Millie. You know you're still, I suppose, forging your career. Where do you, where do you want to explore what areas of industry? Do you want to explore? Is there, have you got any goals in mind, or are we sort, are you sort of sticking along that theme of um, go for opportunities as they come to you?
2: Um I definitely think I'm pretty I suppose I'm at the point now where I've settled into my role quite nicely and I'm sort of yeah a few years out of uni so I'm starting to look at what do I want to do to further myself and and where do I really want to hone in on because I do work in a very broad sort of sector of industry you know pastures works across such a broad range of area and I I know I've got that passion for beef cattle so I've really sat down and, and realized that my passion still definitely lies in beef. So I'd really like to broaden my horizons in that aspect and sort of, um, yeah, start to aim my career down that beef path and be a bit more focused. So in terms of, yeah, what I want to learn, I definitely want to take more opportunity to sort of get more out on farm and get a bit more hands on in the beef industry and and gain some more of that practical experience which I think is really valuable but also yeah just wrapping my head around um, beef grazing systems and that sort of thing I I think as I said earlier there's there's not many people that work in the pasture industry but I do think it's becoming increasingly relevant in terms of sort of that regen ag space um, and revegetation of pastures as well as grass-fed operations being pretty relevant and even getting into that sort of um, carbon capture sort of sector. So I think moving forward, pastures could be something I'm still definitely pretty involved in and I'd be happy to stay in my role, but just directing myself a little bit more towards my passion for the beef industry and getting a bit more stuck into those extracurriculars again in terms of Heifer Expo and and helping out where I can in industry as well to sort of feel that passion while I, I keep going with this career as well.
1: And you talked before about um, how you're on the Red Meat Ambassador Program. Um, it's so great to see, you know, someone at your stage of your career so excited and getting involved with becoming an ambassador for Red Meat. Um is that sort of a one of those extracurriculars you're talking about, I suppose, around sort of starting to build in experience and the network around what you're doing in pastures?
2: Yeah, definitely. So yeah, the Red Meat Ambassador Program was really interesting in terms of getting that network and hearing from a broad range of people sort of across Australia in in all different areas of Red Meat um, and sort of seeing what everyone else's point of view was as well um, but it was also interesting to sort of hear from MLA and that program and and hear what's going on in industry and hear about things like um, sort of the carbon neutral scheme and that sort of thing which I do think is definitely pretty relevant to me and my career pathway so yeah the red meat ambassador program was great to sort of kick start my passion again and, and really pump me up and get excited about being involved in the red meat industry and sort of realizing what more can I do to encourage more people into this space or just encourage a bit more conversation around the space and yeah the networks that I've made in there already um, even after just a few months is definitely it's it's really cool to see it's awesome that you know you can do a program with these people around Australia and then you know you've got this friendly Facebook group you can post questions in or and people are willing to pick up the phone and talk to you for hours and that sort of thing. I just think that's something that you wouldn't experience in any other industry.
1: Absolutely and totally invaluable. I mean i'm in I'm in that group as well, and I just think um I think there's a lot of power in the team component of it, and always knowing that there's someone in your corner or someone you can lean on for advice or resources, whether that be, you know, trying to respond to a difficult question, or in your case, trying to, I guess, look at what your future holds and where you might be able to go and and building a network and community who can help you get there.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Millie, you've been fantastic. I want to ask you. On that last question and that's just around I know we talked about uh you know your hopes for the future but um I guess I'm keen to know like do you see yourself being in industry long term or do you think you want to spend some time on on farm maybe
2: um it's a tricky one I definitely think I enjoy my role in industry at the moment but I do definitely think I would love to sort of take a step back at some point and get back on farm and gain those practical skills I think practical skills are sort of just as important as those theoretical skills and that university knowledge and and all of that stuff I think can making that connection between being an industry representative and sort of being on the other side of it as well as how that affects on farm practices I think it gives you a full circle view so Honestly, I think, you know, if I ever get sick of, of the traveling or, or that sort of thing, I, I would love to sort of take a break and get back out on farm and even sort of experience a different sector of industry. I, um, I've spent all of my life in South Australia, but I know with my passion for beef cattle, I would absolutely love to get some more experience in the broader scale properties across sort of Queensland and that sort of thing. And... um. Yeah, I think maybe if an opportunity presented itself, I would definitely go for it, but I'm definitely enjoying, you know, the ability to still have my role now and, and build so much in that. And I absolutely love it and still have the extracurricular opportunities and things like Red Meat Ambassadors to sort of fuel that fire as well, which is good.
1: Well, it sounds like your role uh, has been or will be a fantastic platform into industry and teaching you so much and giving you a fantastic opportunity straight out of uni. I think um, it's something lots of young people could get a lot of value out of. So I've been really intrigued to hear about it. Um, Millie, just to finish us off, if anyone's listened to your story and wants to connect with you or learn more or meet up or whatever that might look like, um, how can they find out more about you or get in touch? Um, so
2: I am on Instagram so it's um, Millie M-I-L-L-I-E well it's double E underscore Annie A-N-N-I-E otherwise I'm pretty active on Twitter in terms of the ag space so that's Millie underscore more 22 Um, but yeah feel free to get in touch with me across sort of linkedin twitter instagram anything like that I'm, I'm always so willing to sort of get in touch with people and chat things out and i've had a few people touch base with me that i've um, connected with throughout the pipeline so i'm i'd be keen to hear from people and happy to help
1: awesome millie thank you so much for your time today you've been absolutely fantastic really appreciate you jumping on with me on a sunday no worries thanks for chatting to me kayla Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Generation Ag. We hope you loved it. If you did, don't forget to visit our guest bios page on our website where you can get all of their contact information. And if you have an idea for another guest in the future or a story that
0: you want to hear, you can get in touch with us via our email, which is hello at generationag.com.au.
2: Don't forget to follow us on our socials at generation.ag. That's Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And if you've loved this episode as well, you can share it with your friends on your socials and make sure to subscribe to us on the podcast app. And leave us a review because that all really helps as well. Thanks, guys. Bye.